what really means something is the fulfillment that you have and the difference that you are is this gift that our earth and the people on it that are similar to you have been asking for. Welcome to Radically Loved Radio. I am your host, Rosie Acosta, yoga teacher and teacher trainer, mindfulness coach, speaker, and creative writer. I am also the founder of radicallyloved.com, a website where you can go for more information about yoga, mindfulness, meditation, and lifestyle advice. On this podcast, we talk to people within our health and wellness community that are creating content through the ritualistic practice of yoga, meditation, or overall mindful living. We hope to create value in your life so that you can achieve your highest potential and live a radically loved life. To stay in touch with us, just follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Rosie Acosta and on Facebook at Radically Loved Rosie. You can sign up for our newsletter on radicallyloved.com to stay up to date on future workshops, retreats, and latest podcasts. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Radically Loved Radio. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you are listening to this on whatever platform you're listening to your podcast on or you're watching this on YouTube, know that I am extremely extra excited today to have our guest, Dr. <laughs> Dr. Dane here, is here, and he is here, my friends. Uh, I'm so excited to have you on. I've been wanting to get you on the show for a while now. I know that it's been, whether you know this or not, but the powers that be or scheduling has kind of like gone through an obstacle course. And I'm so happy that we have you on now. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so happy to be here, Rosie. What else is possible today? I don't know. but 10 o'clock in Rome right now. It is. Is that where you are right now? The only time I could find. Yeah, I just arrived in Rome today doing a wonderful class here and you know, and in this whole scheduling thing, it's amazing because there are certain things that, you know, people say, hey, do you want to add this? And I'm like, yes, make this happen, please. And they're like, even at 10 o'clock on the day you arrive, I'm like, if I must, yes, let us do this. You know, there are certain things you just know. Yeah, no, and I am, I really am so grateful. I have been such a fan of your work for a long time and I, I can't wait to talk to you about a couple of different topics that I know that our audience will really resonate with um, that you've spoken on about and you you have so many videos on YouTube and you put such great conscious content out in the world. And I, I recommend your videos to more people that than I know of all the authors and speakers out there. And so I just, I want to be able to you know, give the audience a little bit insight as to who you are and what you do. So if you would just share briefly with our audience. Oh, goodness. My name is Dane. I like long walks on the beach. No, that was something else. That was, that was like an e-harmony thing. Um, um, but my name is Dane. We, we can start with that. Yeah, your name is. And, yes, truly. And 19 years ago, uh, I got to a place in my life where I wanted to end my life. And I am a seeker. I'm like a lot of the people that listen to this podcast where we know there's something different possible. And a lot of us have tried so many venues to try to achieve it. And so had I, and I would go to every weekend workshop I could find. And I would read every book I could find. I was reading five books at a time, trying to find the answers to what I knew should exist. And I, I didn't find it. And 
I had woken up unhappy because what I knew should be possible wasn't showing up in my life. I was a chiropractor opening my second practice. I had this beautiful girlfriend that everybody said was perfect for me, and I thought she was perfect, and I hated my life. And nobody else knew it because there wasn't anybody I could actually confide in, including my girlfriend. And I got to a place where I was like, universe, here's the deal. You have six months or I'm ending my life. I'm out of here. And I thought I was going to get to die and go away to a happier place. Um, obviously, I'm still here 19 years later, so that didn't work out very well. Um, and what happened was I saw an ad in the paper. I lived in Santa Barbara, and there was this ad that said, Access, all of life comes to me with ease and joy and glory. Call Shannon. And I was like, kill Shannon. Because my life was pain, suffering, and gory. I, it, it's like it, there's... It's, it seems to me that so many of us seekers, the ones that desire happiness and possibilities and joy and kindness and caring and connection and creation with each other seem to be the ones that are most sensitive when that doesn't seem to occur. And that was my case also. Long story short, I called this girl that I'd never met before. I had a session of something called Access Consciousness Bars. I went into the session depressed and suicidal. And after her putting her hands on my head really lightly for about an hour and 15 minutes, I looked up and had this gratitude for being alive. I'll never forget it. I, I looked up at the clouds and I was like, wow, has it always been this beautiful here? And if it can be this way, I'm in. And so to say that my life was saved is not actually an overstatement. Um, and what it did is it gave me an awareness that, that the, the things that I knew were possible actually could exist. And the things that I knew could change really quickly because I think we all have a sense things can change really quickly and then it doesn't. And we're like, wait a minute, what, WTF? Why, what, what, you know? Yeah. And so um, that bar session of access consciousness literally saved my life. But it also gave me the awareness that there was this, this thing that I was seeking actually could exist. And so fast forward to a few months later, I met the founder of Access and um, I did a session on him and he did a session on me and we became fast friends that day. And a couple months after that, I started, I was like, chiropractic, are you kidding? I got into chiropractic because I wanted to create miracles in people's bodies and their lives. And I wasn't seeing it in my practice. It's part of why I was so depressed and unhappy with myself. And because we always tend to judge and blame ourselves when things aren't working for other people or what we think we should be doing. Right. And so I started taking these access consciousness tools because it wasn't just that one session. It was she would give me a tool. We would actually trade these sessions. I would give her a chiropractic. She would do uh, access consciousness bars for me. And she would give me a tool every week to use until I saw her again. And in contrast to everything else that I had done where I would feel like everything was possible. And then three days later, it would feel like the universe had crashed in on my head. I would use the tool every time the universe felt like it wanted to crash in and it would change. And I was like, whoa, you mean it's possible to change this too? I just didn't have the right tools. And so my life became about what tools can I find? What tools can I contribute to people? Because I know there's so many people out there in a similar position but it wasn't just about, hey, let's get out of our, it was massively on one hand about let's get out of our depression, our sadness and that. But what it really is about is what are the possibilities we can embrace? 
that we know should exist as the beings that we are that we don't seem to be able to actualize in this reality Mm -hmm. and how do we actualize them? Because if you know possibilities exist and they don't show up, well, that's that's worse than knowing they don't exist at all. Yeah. And so that's what this work is about for me. Yeah, and that's so discouraging too, right? So I'd love for you to speak to that. I know you have, and, and I really would love to hear what your thoughts are when, when that happens, you know, especially for, you know, anybody that's struggling or feeling like they're stuck or they're, you know, they struggle with depression or, or the feeling of just not being able to see the fruits of their efforts. Like what, what, what advice can you give for those people to feel encouraged that they still aren't seeing anything happen? Yeah. Well, okay. So just on that one question, we could, you know, we could make the entire podcast about that. Um, it's it, cause it's so big and there's so many aspects to it. So let me try to address a couple things that might hopefully get to the heart of what's going on for people. Number one, what I'd like you to please recognize that I wish somebody would have been there to tell me. Um, and it's, it's actually, um, part of why I do what I do and why I work, uh, Three and a half, I travel three and a half weeks out of most months because I want people to have this where I didn't. Um, and I hope that doesn't sound cheesy, but it's just like, it's like seriously, I mean, we, there's so many beautiful people out there that, that they're the ones who are feeling like they're wrong. And then they see the insanity out there in the world. And then they go, oh, I, I must really be wrong because I don't fit into that and I can't change it. And I can't even create my life. And, you know, and so what I want to say is, guys, there's something different about you. There, you're not like everybody else. And I, and I don't mean that flippantly. What I mean is you're not, you, you couldn't live your life just for the money. It doesn't work. You can try, but money doesn't really mean anything to you. What really means something is the fulfillment that you have. And the difference that you are is this gift that, our earth and the people on it that are similar to you have been asking for. And from what I've found, there's probably about, I don't know, a little less than 50% of us that, that have that point of view and, and function from that place. So you see there's a slight majority that functions from this whole other place where they can watch reality TV nonstop and do their life for the money and do their life for all. And that's all that matters. And then there's this huge percentage slightly less than half probably, but there's this huge percentage of us that don't understand why we don't get it. Well, it's, you're just different, but the difference that you are is actually the gift that you are. And if you've experienced meanness and unkindness and judgment and are still putting one foot in front of the other, you have an incredible strength and you have an incredible potency, which the world would call power. You have a power, you have a potency, to do something beyond it. Now, and, and one of the, so a few things I'd love to do if we can, Rosie, is, is give some simple tools along the way yes, that may help please. people. We love tools. Cool. Awesome. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> one thing I, and I had motivation, but I had no tools to create. A quick message from our sponsor. If you're looking for a nutrient system that truly embraces and complements the mind-body balance in a holistic, nurturing way, then wellness kits from Uveda are your natural answer. They're created with the help of naturopathic and Ayurvedic practitioners 
committed to the healing traditions mantra of purity and harmony. These top quality ingredients are hand-picked and refined in a way that preserve utmost quality and potency. Discover a wide range of formulas that deliver essential fatty acids, herbs, probiotic strains, and enzymes to help support your health and wellness needs. Whether you're looking for a natural detox support, a gentle digestive aid, soothing probiotics, or a formula dense in vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, you can be assured you're getting only the best natural healing remedies for your body. Go to uveda.com, that's Y-O-U-V-E-D-A.com, and enter the promo code ROSIE, R-O-S-I-E, for a special discount on your first purchase. And I feel like so many people are, are in that same position. That's what we struggle with the most. That's why I think having, you know, doing the content that you put out in the world or having podcasts like this, where we want to be able to provide value for people that are listening to this, that might think that they need to hire somebody to feel better about themselves or, you know, like go pay thousands of dollars to go to a workshop. Like there are so many things that we have access to here that we can do. Right. Yeah, truly. Okay. And that, and that really is the basis of, for me, everything, I desire people to know is exactly that. There's so many things we can do without, without the need of, of all of that. And there's also an appropriate place for that too. But, but so number one, one thing I wanted to acknowledge, even though you may doubt it right now, is that you know. And so a lot of the things in your life that you haven't been choosing or haven't been creating, it's you know it may not be the time yet. So that's the first thing is to recognize, okay, I do know, and I do know I will get where I desire to go, and I may not have had the inspiration or the invitation yet, but I do know that I'll get there. And if you can acknowledge that, that's a beginning, but then it also has to come with this, which is what's true for you always makes you lighter. A lie for you always makes you heavier. So when I say you know, does it actually make you lighter? For most people, they're going to go, oh, yeah, it actually does. Cool. Well, that's what's true. And the exact way that feels is the exact way that everything that's true for you will feel it'll have a similar, have a similar sense to it. And so if we can recognize that, then what starts to, starts to shift in our world is because is, what most people are doing, most of the seekers of the world are going – from the place of the idea that somehow they don't know, somehow they're wrong, and somehow they really don't know what's true for them, and they don't know how to get there. Well, what I'm here to say is somewhere you actually do know, there is this litmus test, there is this uh, way of figuring out what's true for you always makes you lighter. A lie will always make you heavier. So if you're heading in the direction of something that makes you heavy, realize that that's the, your awareness of the future that will get created if you choose it. And so if you start to ask for the things that make you lighter, what starts to happen is you, your life starts to get lighter. And it, it sounds so deceptively simple. And we can miss it if we don't recognize that our knowing occurs instantaneously. As soon as we think of something, as soon as we think of doing something or seeing someone or creating a job, creating a house, moving, blah, blah, any change, any, anything we're looking to create, as soon as we ponder it, we get a sense of whether it's light or heavy. And then what we do is we then try to figure it out. And 
does this check all the boxes? And if so, then I will do it because this is what I learned from my parents who, by the way, are not happy and are in judgment of me and everything and whose lives are not successful. So I'm going to do a checkbox just like they did to live my life. And you're like, what, why are we listening to the most unsuccessful people in our past as a way of somehow creating a successful future? Yeah. That's freaking insane. You know? And so if we can acknowledge that we know, but also our knowing anything that is true for us makes us lighter. And we get it faster than anybody has ever told us. I used to, um, it was funny because years before Access, I was doing all kinds of metaphysical stuff and I would go with my girlfriend at the time. And my girlfriend at the time was one of these people who's like, you know, if, if a feather, you know, floats into the room or something, she's like, oh my God, did you see that? And I always felt like I was missing something, you know, because she was always so over the top about everything. And so we would go to these metaphysical things. And I remember doing this one meditation and we were going to look back and go through the veils to our past lives. So we'd explore our past lives. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, cool, you know, I'm good for anything. I mean, I'm yeah. like, I'm, I'm willing because I know something else is possible, right? Right. Totally game. And so here we are. And she walks us through and you must divest yourself of this and bring in this color and then walk through this veil and this veil and this veil and this veil. And then like after 27 friggin' veils, then you're supposedly able to see the past. And what was funny is I sat there and I'm like, I don't get it. Like, and, and I, it wasn't because I was one of those guys who's like, I'm not willing to get it. No, this shit doesn't exist. Uh, -uh. I was like, I know this exists, but I don't get it. And it was funny because my girlfriend, you know, was sitting there going, Oh my God, I feel, I remember being in Egypt and I have this stuff happening and blah, blah, blah. And she had a whole story that went on for an hour about what she wow. got. And I was like, um, I must be stupid and I must not get energy at all. And it wasn't until I started facilitating other people in tapping into their awareness of what truly is our energetics, because there's a lot of stuff out there that isn't actually us. It doesn't make us lighter. It's not anything you do that is true for you will make you lighter. Yeah. And it wasn't until I started facilitating other people that what I realized happened in this particular case, because I saw it with another lady in class, I, I ran them through this like two minute, because for me, if I'm going to do an energetic exercise, it's got to be about two to three minutes. Because right. otherwise, I and everybody else are so bored, we want to kill ourselves. So I ran this you know, whole room through, and this one lady raised her hand, and she's like, I just didn't get it. And I was like, okay. And, and I walked, and I'm like, I, that doesn't actually seem lighter. Let's see what's actually going on. And what we found was, as soon as I gave her the sense of what we were doing, she did it instantaneously. Mm. But it made no sense, and, and she'd always been that fast, and nobody had ever been able to show her that. And there's this thing that we found where certain people are, are um, we call them sonar, which is like, you know, sonar pings and comes back. And the people that function from this capacity, and it's a capacity that we keep making wrong, which unfortunately, that's what we do. We keep making most of our capacities wrong, because nobody in the world we live in can explain it to us. Mm -hmm. And so we must be wrong because nobody else gets it. Except what I found is when nobody else gets it, that's when you're definitely not wrong. That's when you're probably more right than you've ever been before, even though right and wrong are maybe, you know, different sides of a coin we don't want to um, deal with. But so what happened was, what I realized was what happened for me in that 
um, metaphysical thing where we were going back to the past is as soon as the lady gave me what we were supposed to do, I got it, I did it. And then I tried to do what she wanted me to do, but I had already done it. You can't do something you've already done. And, and I found this from this lady I was facilitating which gave me this awareness of my past. And the reason I bring that up is because so many people that are on this particular journey of desiring something different keep thinking that they're wrong, keep thinking they're slow, keep thinking they can't do it in the area of any of the energetic stuff a lot. And it's so funny because so many of the people that are so energetically aware think they're the most energetically handicapped and they're not, but nobody's ever shown them that they're not. But also if we apply that to a larger spectrum, like, um, creating happiness in relationship, creating money, creating a business, creating your life, all of that is energetic mm -hmm. if we will allow ourselves to recognize it and, and allow ourselves to recognize that we have the awareness when going in this direction is light and when it's not, but we get it so fast, then we try to figure it out with our checkbox. Checkbox never matches, so all we come up with is that we're wrong yeah. when we're actually really aware. Wow, that is... That is so, that is such great insight because I feel like a lot of the times that what stops people from evol not evolving, but continuing on their path is that feeling that they're wrong, especially if they're not having yeah. the positive reinforcement or they think that because nothing's happening or they don't see the light through the feather, you know, like if they don't see that whole thing happening. They feel yeah. that like somehow they're, like you said, there's, handicapped like they they have they have a blockage of some sort they can't see it and so i like what you're saying about you know the people that may think they don't have it that they do they're just they've just not recognized it yet so how do those people go about recognizing it and i have an addendum question to that do you feel that maybe some people that think they have it don't <laughs> let me answer your addendum first yes and, and what I really mean by that is anybody who has to try to prove that they have something, people try to prove the opposite of what they believe they are or what they know they are. Oh. So you'll see, uh, I don't know, some sweet, you know, person who's like, oh, I'm just sweetness and light. And if you ever piss them off, you know that they are the angriest, most vitriolic person you've ever met in your life, and they will get even. And they're always trying to prove their sweetness and light because they know secretly inside there's somebody who wants to kill everybody, but they can't let that out because it's not acceptable. Mm -hmm. And then you'll see some big old guy who's like, oh, I'm all tough and mean. And you get to know him and he's a total friggin' teddy bear. He's just trying to prove. And, and that's the thing is people try to prove the opposite of what they know they are or what they believe they are. Mm -hmm. And this happens in every area of life. And so a lot of times the people that try to prove that they know, it's because their senses they don't know, but they feel a lot better trying to prove to everybody else that they know so they don't have to look at the fact that really if they were to be vulnerable with themselves, they go, you know what? I don't, I didn't really get that. I don't really know that, you know, and my ex-girlfriend falls into that category. So, so that's one. And then the actual question, it's like, if what happens is the type of awareness that you have when you're energetically sensitive is not something that's talked about here. It's not something that's embraced although it is starting to be, finally, thank goodness. You know, I've been doing this for 19 years, and I've been hoping for that to be the case. And I don't care whether it comes from Access or anywhere else. I, I just would like those of us that, that 
actually have this awareness of, of an energetic sort of way of being in the world that doesn't preclude all the other stuff. Because um, so many people go, oh, I'm going to go be energetic and I'm going to forsake the rest of the world. I'm like, why would you forsake the rest of the world? The rest of the world is where the margaritas and the ice cream live, you know? And the, and the, you know, the skydiving and the horses and the, you know, the running and the sun and the, you know, so, so people have, have the, the real difficulty with this is we, we live in such a world that is devoted to right and wrong. Like mm -hmm. I'm going to be right because I am not doing all of this worldly stuff. And I'm like, and then, you know, and I feel wrong when I, you know, am around corporate types or, or people with money or whatever. And it's like, right. I have a different point of view. I'm like, there's some stuff in this world that is awesome. Yeah. There'd be so much fun to experience. What if we didn't have to prove that somehow it's bad and wrong? What if we could, what if we could have, you know, the, the greatness of the, the elegance that is possible in life and the joy and all the stuff and change the world for the greater. Yeah. One of the questions I ask people a lot is because there, I mean, so many of us, and, and I was in this camp dynamically, so many of us who desire a different possibility for the world will not allow ourselves to have the money to create that possibility. It's as though somehow people with money are evil. And I'm like, mm. wait, um, hold on. I have a 20 here. I should have euros. I have euros somewhere. Not close enough to gather though. Um, oh, there I got euros too. Okay. Oh, yes. So I got yours, I got, and my question is, when you look at, oh, there's two 20s. My question is, when you look at this, what is evil about these things? I mean, I mean, he's not the prettiest guy you've ever seen, but I, I don't think I'd say evil. You know, but this weird friggin' idea that somehow money is evil and wrong. And what I found is, no, we have a lot of assholes who have money. Cool. Those are assholes. It's the same people that are doing molestation and abuse and all that sort of stuff. That is not because they're men. It's because they're assholes. And we have to, we have to stop putting it about whether it's money or whether they're men or whatever it is. No, because if you recognize, you know, in that question I love to ask, can you change the world more with money or without money? Well, with. You have a lot more capacity to contribute to people contribute to causes you would like if you have enough money you can basically change the point of view of the world because you have the resources to do it so is it money that's wrong and evil or have you just seen so many people that made that the basis of their reality and basically sold their soul to get it which we've all seen but that's not about the money that's about those people yeah what we need to start recognizing is that we are different people you're people with a different conversation, a different voice, a different motivation, a different desire. And we need to be willing to start being the difference that we are and recognize that from that, if we don't have to separate from the things that we thought were the causes of, of the destruction we see around us, then we can actually be the contribution and the source for ending the destruction and creating possibilities. Yeah. Everybody knows that skinny dipped almonds is now <laughs> one of my major food groups. Skinny dipped almonds are non-GMO verified. 
and are wrapped in a thin layer of artisan dark chocolate and have 70% less sugar than yesterday's chocolate-covered almonds. They're really good. I mean, that's really all I'm going to say about it. I would always feel really guilty when I would eat an entire bag of uh, chocolate-covered other things. And most of my friends are really excited anytime they see me because they know I'm going to bring them a bag of skinny dipped almonds. And I'm excited for all of you guys to try these awesome skinny dipped almonds. I'm actually, you know, it's really not difficult to talk about how much I love these because I really eat them all the time. And now Tori's addicted to them. The dogs think they're doggy treats, but do not feed your dogs chocolate because it's really toxic for them. I don't really know what else to say. These skinny dipped almonds are so fucking good. <laughs> if you want to try them, use our promo code to get 15% off your entire order. Use the code RADLOVE15. Go to skinnydippedalmonds.com or you can go to the info button on this particular podcast. Go to the link, click the link, fill up your cart with almonds that are skinny dipped in chocolate. They have so many different flavors, dark chocolate raspberry, dark chocolate espresso. I'm not a coffee person, but they're actually really good. The ones I'm eating right now are the dark chocolate cocoa. The best ones are the peanut butter ones, but I feel like I already told you guys about the peanut butter ones. I just love them so much. If you happen to try them, tag me on Instagram and I'll send you a special gift. Don't forget to use the code RADLOVE15, R-A-D-L-O-V-E, one five for your discount. So now we can go back to our show. Well, everything that you're talking about in this, this entire interview has been about really connecting to your, yourself, your highest self, right? The, the most awake part of yourself that you can, um, reside in, that you can trust, that you feel more connected to, um, this idea where, you know, we might feel in a position where we're stuck when we actually realize that we are innately powerful and, and light human beings, we can begin to look at, you know, the, the things around us that are more positive and more uplifting, right? I mean, that's, that's the gathering that I'm getting from what you're saying. Well, and one other distinction I'd like to make, and I, I hope it I hope it makes sense and I hope it doesn't sound, um, well, whatever, um, is this is, this is the other thing. When we talk about our highest self or, you know, we, some people talk about their higher self and then their self. And I'm like, but what if the thing we call our highest self is actually us? Like, what if that's not our highest self? What if that is us? And what we've been choosing so often is to go to the lowest common denominator what's possible in this world we live in as though we somehow need to keep gravitating downward. Mm -hmm. And so we know there's something else. We call it a highest self because we don't choose it very often. But it's really awesome when we do. But what if when we do, that's actually us? Because what's true makes us lighter. And when we choose according to what we call our highest self, that always makes us lighter. What if that's not our higher self? What if that's our very being? And we've been misidentifying and misapplying that as something that is our highest self that we can only choose sometimes. What if we went, you know what? Enough of that crap. Enough of putting me above me. I mean, we're so friggin' brilliant. We not only have separations based on God and, you know, hell and heaven and right and wrong and all that stuff, 
we can even separate from ourselves. We're friggin' brilliant, you know? So do we actually have a highest self or do we have actually the self when we're actually choosing to be us? And is that actually us? And let's, let's, stop, let's stop acting like that thing is somehow we're, we're, in, we're in a holy anointed conscious spiritual state that we choose this highest self thing and recognize, holy shit, that's me. That's actually me. And if we if we get that distinction, our world becomes different. If we get that thing we've been calling our highest self or our higher self is us, choosing as us, being willing to be as different as we are, being willing to be as unbound, being willing to be as un, um, unsignificant and uncaring of other people's judgments, being willing to be what we know, and we realize that's just us, whoa, guess what happens? Our highest self comes here and is like, I'm ready, let's do this thing. Oh, I love that so much. Dane, you are so amazing. And I just, I'm so inspired by your work and everything that you're doing and the energy of self-acceptance, everything that you're bringing into the world. We didn't even get to talk of like, talk about the stuff that I talked about prior to us recording. I'm like, I had all these questions. but I do, I do want to um, offer up if there's uh, people that are listening to this and they're really moved by what you're saying, where can they go for more information to connect with you or to see a little bit more about what you, you do or to purchase your books? Uh, you can go to my website, which is drdanehere.com, which is D-R-D-A-I-N-H-E-E-R.com. And uh, there's a lot of free stuff there. There's, um, you can go to YouTube. You can check out all the free videos there. Um, there's, there, I've written or co-written a lot of books. Um, and all with this target of, guys, here we are and here's the possibilities. Let's do this thing. And it's not as hard as we think. You know, so, and, and the thing is, when, when I was so struggling 19 years ago, it's like, the tools and resources were not there. And I always wish they had been because I always had this sense that if somebody would have, if somebody would have told me what I'd try to tell other people now, like I would have been able to know there was something different and I wouldn't have gotten to that place in my life where I'm like, I'm out of here, you know? And, but that's just the beginning. I mean, getting out of that is just the beginning. It's like, let's create something. Let's create a life that we actually love. But, but what happens is, you know, I wrote a book called Being You, Changing the World. And what happens is sometimes people get focused on the changing the world part of that. And I'm like, wait, let's go back to the being you part. Because it's the part of the world that first changes when you be you is the world that you live. You know, you here in the space you get to occupy and you wake up and you're like, whoa, I didn't know it could be this awesome. And And you get to experience more and more of that but also what happens is the people around you it's like it truly is kind of like this wave goes out and the people around you start being different and their judgments don't matter and and because they don't matter they stop judging you and then they actually are grateful for you but what that does is that with enough of us being that what happens is it creates a different space on our planet and let's face it we all see what's going on on our planet right now we all see the voices of hatred and destruction, and it seems like it just keeps going and getting worse. My personal sense is 
part of that is to get us to wake up to acknowledge the potency, the power, the capacity we have, because we've got to be willing to be a voice on this planet also, but a voice for kindness, a voice that change is possible, and also a voice and an awareness that there is a future that can be created. You know, our, our suicide rates on all levels are escalating dynamically in the last 10 years. And my sense is it's because so many people don't believe and perceive and see a greater future than what they're living right now. Mm-hmm. And, but what I've seen is, what, I've, I've seen this so many times where when something is limited, it will fight as hard as it can. It will throw out its worst, most intense stuff right before it dies. And so what if what we're seeing is the limitations of this world and the insanity of this world and the separation trying to hold on to what it's been for so long mm-hmm. and and what if it's 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 death rows and and I'm not also notice I'm not saying these people are right and these people are wrong or it's no it's it's not about right and wrong it goes beyond right and wrong it goes to what is it we know as citizens of this planet and people who care for one another and care for ourselves equally can create together as a future that is a, a truly sustainable future for our planet for the next few thousand years, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's so beautifully put. Thank you. So I have one final question for you, and I ask all of my guests, and it's pertaining <laughs> to this particular podcast and why I started it. And it's, uh, called Radically Loved because it's this idea that we are all radically supported, guided by God, source, whatever higher power of your understanding that the universe works for us and not against us. And so the final question to you is, how do you feel radically loved? How? <laughs> this is, uh, for me, it's, it's, I don't even know how to put it into words, but it's interesting when you ask that question. It's like it, it's a sense of this being supported by every molecule in the universe. And, and, but once again, not from an airy fairy, I must go live in a cave and go to a different planet, but from, but from this sense that there's this, there's this support, you know, it's even Einstein said, Every molecule in the universe has consciousness. And for me, it's that consciousness that not only unifies us, but and the unification is already there. It already is. But it's, it's actually this support that it gives and this contribution that it is that, that will contribute to anything if we just ask. You know, and if, and if you want to ask, one thing I do is I go, hey, consciousness, help. Um, universe, help. I could use some contribution, please. And... And it's this sense of truly having the entire universe, the space between the molecules of everything that is actually having my back and my front and my sides and my top and my bottom. Wow. Dane, thank you. So that was so beautiful. That's gotta be the best answer I've heard. Wow. <laughs> you just you. described what radical love is. That's that's so awesome. Cool. So incredible. Thank you so much for joining us and for being a part of our community and for allowing us to uh, just pick your brain a little bit and give us some of your energy. And uh, for those of you that are listening to this on 
whatever platform you're listening to your podcast on, if you go to the info button, all of the links that Dane just mentioned will be there. So the link to his website and also his YouTube channel. Um, and also if you're watching this on YouTube, there will be links for those as well. So please check those out and also share this episode with anybody who you think would benefit from it or If you benefited from it, then don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on whatever platform you're listening on. We appreciate your support and thank you all for listening and for being here or for watching this. And Dane, thank you again so much for joining us today. Rosie, thank you. Thank you. Hey everyone, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I am so excited to continue to do this. Please share this with your friends. Email us, message us on Instagram at Rosie Acosta or on Twitter at Rosie Acosta. Subscribe on iTunes, write a review. We love doing this, so please help us continue to keep this podcast going. Thanks for listening.